From BYU Broadcasting's Performance Studio, this is Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. I was looking at the press kit of our band tonight. You're going to enjoy this music, and we're going to give you a preview, a sneak preview, really the premiere of some pieces that have never yet been performed live. They soon will be, but we got them just, like, seriously, the night before. Here is a quote on the press kit. Dave Grohl, who once said, There's a band in a garage right now writing songs for an album that will do the same thing Nevermind did some 20 years ago. We don't know who and where, but it will happen again. All it takes is for that storm to break. Empire Kings in the studio today, and they are working hard and waiting for the lightning to strike. You're going to enjoy this music. Colin Rivera, vocals and acoustic guitar. With him today is Mitch Sismus, electric guitar, and he said he'd volunteer to be the laugh track, too. What a great side man. So we're going to start right off with a song that's never been performed before in public. This is from the brand-new Black Print EP from Empire Kings. It's Circles. your demons have kissed you before I lean on my shadow to show me the sun a makeshift momentum won't fool anyone No rest for the weary Let's all sing along We've gotta sing along There's no time like tomorrow For me to get this wrong Let's all lay yourself down Lay yourself down Lay yourself down Lay yourself down You see me running in circles As if our time's running out You're such a sucker for poets But I've had my doubts No rest for the foolish Let's all play along We've gotta play along Yourself down Lay yourself down Lay yourself down 
That circle's brand new from Empire Kings from a brand new album called Black Print EP. And you can see photos of the band on Instagram at The Empire Kings Music. Colin Rivera, singer-songwriter. This whole thing is your brainchild. Colin, thank you for coming in. Thank you very much for having me. Now, we should mention, this is sort of a half-unplugged, pared-down version of the album. Because when I listen to the cuts for the album, they're not just big. They almost sound like Metro Station big. Yeah, (laughs) I wanted them to be as absolutely as big as possible. And it's kind of a a change to what we've done in the past with recording. So what we've usually done is we've written in a live situation. We've kind of written in the room and then we've gone to record and we've recorded the same arrangements and instrumentation that we, and I guess production that we do on a live set. And this time I I wanted to change all that. I wanted to do something completely new that I've never done before. And so the goal was let's write in the studio. Let's create something that Mm. I think is a beautiful kind of piece of art and then we'll figure out later how to do it live and we'll work all that out later. <laughs> Details, shmeetails. Exactly, so, okay. yeah. So the, the end of that Dave Grohl quote I read at the beginning, all it takes is for that storm to break. And you were in a tornado right now of change, right now this, <laughs> yeah. this point in your life. Yeah. Uh, you went back to England, yep. uh, changed the band name, you played the V Festival, you got married, you I recorded did. a whole bunch of new music. And then you came back here. Now, we're going to talk about that, but I want to ask a little bit about when you went back. Yeah. And one of the places you had played, uh, great great name here, London's Barfly. Yeah. They totally changed it. Do you feel like when you go home and something's gone that was part of I mean, it, was that a sad thing or um, sort of a, we or actually, not a big deal? I mean, London is such a transient musical city anyway it's just such it's a city that is just absolutely brimming with musical life and so so many so many venues are always kind of changing around and new bands come new bands go um it's just kind of kind of the way it goes in london um we actually had a a, kind of a funny story at the barfly that is a bit of a negative experience we loved the gig um but it was the first show i'd ever played in london um after coming back there and i was like this is it this is my chance got to prove myself to this amazing musical city three songs into the set my amp died because i'd shipped my american amp over and the fuse the, like the the voltage or the ampage or whatever just couldn't couldn't uh wasn't compatible it was trying to play on the left died. side so in the middle bass player and drummer have to continue the song um and luckily a guy in the crowd had a, a small amp that's battery powered that he uses to play on the streets to like mm-hmm. earn money on the streets and so he like we like plugged it in and put a little mic up to it. It was really embarrassing, but it was it was a fun gig. But yeah, crazy times at the bar fly. It makes for a good story too. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you about another place, the Dublin's Castle. Yeah, the Dublin Castle. This venue, when we found out we were playing there, we've actually played there three or four times now, and it's just it's an iconic venue in North London. Um, everyone that I listened to basically when they were cutting their teeth on the on the London scene played there. The Killers played there before they were big. Arctic Monkeys, Libertines, just so many of my favorite bands. Coldplay, yeah, incredible bands have sweat and bled on that stage. And so to say that I could do even you know even a few of my my little songs on that stage is you know I read honor. that that had been owned by the same family or the same group for thirty years, sometimes four different bands a night, yeah, so I was thinking, how do you set yourself apart and have anyone remember you when there's four bands a night and I found this quote this is when you were playing yeah. uh, in Salt Lake City it said Rivera, his English charm carried the energy built up by the supporting acts and pushed it further, making fans of everyone. It's obvious these boys love playing music. They still have humility and the love of their craft. It's a great thing to see. <laughs> That's really nice of them. Um, yeah, I mean, to 
there's a couple things that go into kind of trying to stand out in London. I don't want to be weird for the sake of being weird. Um, but one thing I've really tried to focus on this year in particular is writing and playing for me. Like, mm. And it's kind of something that David Bowie would preach all the time is to, to create art that you're happy with. Other people, hopefully they'll like it too, but if it comes from a really genuine place, people can tell. Um, and so that's kind of number one. And, and number two is I, I try and make sure that every live set, I try and treat it like I'm playing Wembley Stadium, like I'm Freddie Mercury <laughs> at, at Live Aid back in the day, you know, just trying to... Full out. Ab- absolutely conquer the world, even if it's a, a small little stage, and maybe that can hopefully set us apart sometimes. So, well, yeah. I was going to ask about, um, you've had some music on the radio, She's Going to Be My Girl, and mm-hmm. Black Eye, in fact, you probably sung those, you could almost do them in your sleep. Yes. You've sung those <laughs> quite a bit. But they were aired on the BBC, on BBC introducing Peter Darrington's show, and that's pretty cool to get some airplay like that. It was, yeah, it was massive. We were actually us sitting in a Mexican restaurant and we got the email through saying it was going to be on. And uh, yeah, we flipped out a little bit. I mean, just to, to be, I mean, I grew up listening to the BBC. Like it's, in England, it's one of the biggest music authorities of, of establishing your credibility as a as a fully fledged musician. So to be only back in England for a few months and to have a, a track get some, well, get some So Gary Crawley, BBC introducing London Radio, all, he said simply, I love this. Yeah, he was exclamation he, point. He was reading out our bio and uh, he was playing the track and he was just like, "I love this," just like kind of <laughs> couldn't control himself. It was a, yeah, great compliment to to have from such a, a renowned name. Okay, well, so you went back to rainy old England. Yep. Now you're back here performing. You'll be headed back, but so you're back here in the desert. Yes. So we have to ask you about your song "Rain." Rain. Yes. So rain um, is. I can, it's the last of a generation of my music, I think. It's mm. it's the the last song that I wrote about love and about relationships. And it's, so this one is actually a pretty a pretty straightforward kind of love and, and breakup song, um, kind of dealing with a lot of different themes and a lot of things that were kind of happening in my life before I got married, before I met my wife, that I just was never really able to get out. And so the rain is kind of the metaphor for things kind of happening in your life that you're not overly happy with, but you just got to make it work and kind of learn to... To, to live through it anyway. Nice, let's hear Rain. Yeah, let's do it. This is Rain by Empire Kings. This particular piece, as Colin mentioned, this was from the self-titled album, Empire Kings, uh, that was released in 2015. down if you want me to But first you have to turn and walk away I've got no more tricks left up my sleeve And I know you always hated guessing games you waiting for, waiting for The rain can't fall much harder than it is right now What you waiting for, waiting for The rain can't fall much harder than it is right now What you waiting for, waiting for The rain can't fall much harder than it is right now The rain can't fall much harder than it is right now 
broken one But I've got scars I didn't know were mine So lean on me and lean on you And I swear I'll never let you go Everything's gonna be alright Rain, music by Empire Kings from that self-titled album back in 2015. You can follow Empire Kings on Facebook as well. They've got a page there. Colin Rivera, we've been talking with him. The brand new album just about to be released. In fact, I went to the website today. Colin, you said it just had gone up this morning. Yep, just I literally built the new website this morning, and it's it's just about ready to go. It looked great. Thank you. I was saying that the paint was still drying when I looked yeah, at it, but it looked, it looked good. So one of the things that we found online was this picture of a huge, huge list, a stack of tracks where you in Pro Tools or whatever program here. You actually engineered this. I did, yeah. So um, I studied commercial music here at BYU. Um, and just my last couple of semesters are really focused on recording because I knew I was going to need it because I, I don't have all the money in the world and I can't always go to a studio. So I've always done kind of our, our band demos before. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, the, the equipment that I have isn't exactly where I'd want it to be just yet. I'm still slowly building it up. And so I did for this, um, for this uh, recordings, uh, this set of recordings, I did go to a studio in London and had some uh, great help. Um, from uh, an awesome engineer to help do some of the vocals and some of the guitars um, because I, my mics couldn't couldn't do the job for me. Um, but yeah, but I mixed everything and I, I tracked all the rest of the stuff and uh, and uh, we I, our uh, good friend Josh Gishi did the bass for us and yeah and I, I mixed and mastered and put it all together. Yeah. Well, it, the caption for the page on Facebook says "Light the fuse." Yep. Sounds like it was ready to go. Yeah, that's um, I've. I've these new songs have just been inside me for so long and I've been desperate to get them out and I feel like getting them actually into into a pro tools into a pro tools file and be able to see them take shape just felt like this explosion was coming this explosion of music that I was excited to share with the world now Hamilton shows up a little bit too 
It does. I, I'm a little bit obsessed. I quote it a little bit on my uh, social From media. From listening? Did you see it? I didn't see it, no. Um, I actually avoided it for a long time because I was like, oh, it's all hype. It's, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm a, a bit of a musical theatre snob, and I was like, no, it's never going to be as good as my favourites, you know. And then I was, one day I was like, I'm going to try it. I'm going to listen to it. And from, like, the second bar, I was, I was hooked. Absolutely hooked. Um, <laughs> and I think it's just the way... <laughs> The way it was written, the way that Lin-Manuel went about writing, it was so creative and so interesting to me that even though it's not the genre that I write in or that I work in, it was an ins- a piece of art that was so inspiring to me that I wanted to do something like that. Even if, like, mine is a, a rock and roll recording, his is a hip-hop musical, but I wanted my art to be as inspiring and as inventive as his art was, and so that's kind of why I've, I think I've got a little bit of a, a crush on on uh, Hamilton. Yeah, it sounds like it really did kind of light a fire and just say, I'm going to really push for this. Yeah, absolutely. And you quote a few lines there. I'm the, I am the one thing in life I can control. I'm an original. I'm not falling behind or running late. I'm not standing still. I'm lying in wait. Yeah. Just um, that attitude. Yeah, and it's it's funny because if you if you know the show, that's actually the villain who's saying that. But I think there's a lot of, a lot of great <laughs> themes from all the all the different characters that you can take, and that's. I guess that's what I'm this year that's been my main theme is kind of like what I was talking about earlier like I want to create something that's genuine and and comes from my soul and isn't trying to cater to some sort of pre-existing formula that people think I'm going to produce you know like oh it doesn't sound like the last Empire King stuff or it sounds like this or it sounds like that I just wanted to create something that I was in love with and that really was my own original Mm piece of art and if other people don't like it that's absolutely okay i'm never ever offended by that but i hope they do and i hope that they can feel the sincerity and the genuineness from it do you think it helps that you've been playing gigs forever and, and i, I so. mean even before college you were you were playing yeah gigs. i've been playing since i was 12 i formed a band um i formed a band when i was 12 to get out of a music project in a music class at school <laughs> um they like everyone was having to learn stuff on the piano and the piano and i don't get along very well i love it i think it's beautiful and i envy people that can play it but it's just for some reason my fingers don't work on a keyboard i need i need frets and i need strings um but i was in this class and we were all having to learn like simple little like the titanic theme song and things like that <laughs> and i was like this is so boring i don't i i'm terrible at this but i love music what else can i do and so i roped in a couple of bandmates and we played uh, a green day song and a nirvana song and i was like can that count as my project and he gave me an a and hey. from then i was just like all right there we go this is what i'm gonna do <laughs> Well, we want to hear one more from your Empire Kings album. Then we're going to hear some uh, premiere some stuff. So, cool. talk to me about Cathedral. So, Cathedral, Cathedral is actually from the new one. Uh-huh. Um, sorry, I'm, I mixed that one up. <laughs> uh, Cathedral um, is was the, actually the first song that I wrote from this new EP. The idea behind it um, was I was trying to do something that I'd never done before, and almost all of my songs were about love, and I was like, I'm determined to not write a song about love this time and i wanted to actually i i I was in london in greenwich um in a place called the painted hall which is a beautiful uh chapel um in a hall Mm -hmm. that took 20 years to paint um in in the naval college there in greenwich and it's just full of biblical imagery and it's beautiful and so that's kind of there's a lot of religious imagery that it's not a religious song overly but i wanted to paint the story that i'm talking about about my own kind of anxieties and issues with um, self-esteem and things like that um, in being a musician, mm. but I wanted to, to look at it through kind of a religious iconography sort of lens. 
Nice. So that's where it, where that's it the very from. Greenwich we get our our time from. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can go there and you can actually see the the Meridian Main Line. You can you can stand either side of it and be in two different hemispheres. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Let's hear this. Yeah. We're going to hear Empire Kings. So this is a premiere here, never heard before on the airwaves. Cathedral. It's from the Black Print EP, which is brand new from the Empire Kings. My life There's a fire in my head This time I can't close my eyes So I hold my breath instead Holy eyes Is this failure by design Cathedrals of catharsis Help us read Between the lines Between the lines Cathedral by Empire Kings. That's new from the Black Print EP. And uh, just a, we're going to take just a moment to a little bit of tuning here uh, for the next couple of, of songs. But what I want to read is this quote. I really love this. This is from Jordan Kuyper from DontStayInside.com. He's talking about the Empire Kings, and he says, With a sound like they're recording in a big hall, their catchy riffs and hooks, they kept me listening the whole way through. And I already had favorites after the first listen. They clearly cater for more than just the genre they somehow neatly fall into, but push the boundaries of. That's uh, that's pretty good praise. For, and uh, I just wanted to point out, too, that uh, Colin's here playing this guitar that he got when he first came here to the U.S. And they were setting up the apartment and uh, said, well, what do we need? He said, a guitar. 
<laughs> you know, before bed sheets, before anything. I need a guitar. I like that story, so we got to sneak that in here. We're going to hear this song now. This is from the 2015 self-titled album, Empire Kings. It's called Secrets. Get the secrets They're nothing more than noise The missing pieces I'm not your lover boy I tried to tell you That I'm always asleep That's why I hide you Back behind my teeth Watch me sing To a tune that I don't know Watch me fly You're gonna have to let me go Watch me sing to a tune that I don't know Watch me fly, you're gonna have to let me go You're gonna have to let me go Secrets are delicious, baby And I know every single one Just roll the dice again Just so we can see the sun You're holding on, girl you're hanging by a thread Such a riddle For these noises in my head Watch me sing To a tune that I don't know Watch me fly You're gonna have to let me go Watch me sing To a tune that I don't know Watch me fly You're gonna have to let me go You're gonna have to You're gonna have to let me go You're gonna have to let me go Watch me sing Watch me fly Watch me scream As I watch you lie As I watch you lie Watch me sing To a tune that I don't know Watch me fly You're gonna have to let me go Watch me sing To a tune that I don't know A tune that I That's Secrets by Empire Kings from the Empire Kings album from 2015. You can follow the group on Twitter at The Empire Kings. You can check that out. And, you know, back in the day, which was actually 
before your day, probably. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many ways people find find music that they like. Mm-hmm. Live concerts. And one thing that a record store used to do was provide lots of real estate, you know, a foot yeah. by a foot for Absolutely. LPs. Of course, they're coming back now. But you could go into a store and, and you could find people you'd never even heard of, but you just sort of thumb through and, and, and all of that. Yeah. And... Uh, how do you find the music you like now, where, where it's everything's digital? It exists somewhere on a server that you can't really thumb through. Yeah, um, I think I'm, I'm. I'm not sure if I'm typical or if I'm atypical from the uh-huh. norm, um, but I actively search for it. I'm hmm. kind of obsessed with discovering new music. I get bored quite easily. I love, you know, I love the classics. I love the bands that I've mm-hmm. been listening to forever, and I re- will always treasure those uh, memories listening to those bands. And I, I keep all of that music and come back to it regularly. But I'm always searching for something new mm. and something inspiring and something creative. So I, yeah, I kind of actively search for it on iTunes, on Spotify, on YouTube, and places like that. Just desperately trying. And to we find still have fresh. live venues. That still Absolutely, does, yeah. That still does too. Then you get not only are, is the music good, but what are they like? Yeah. How do they present to people? Well, uh, I want to ask about this song. Don't give up. Uh, for mental health support. And here's this great post from Facebook. Don't worry, I won't read the whole thing to you. Just (laughs) a a line or two, then you can expand on it. It says, can we talk about mental health for a moment? Those close to me know for my whole life I've struggled with an anxiety disorder as well as several bouts of depression. If you've experienced it, you know that it can be crippling. So A, what what made you decide to post this? Um... Honestly, I, I, it was kind of a, a spur-of-the-moment thing. I wrote the song as therapy. Like, uh-huh. I wrote the song as a, a mixture of my feelings um, dealing with my own struggles and also from the point of view that some of the lyrics will show um, that it's kind of from the point of view as well of a loved one trying to help someone else that they love uh-huh. who has those struggles. So mm. it's kind of both um, because we all either know someone who has you know some of those struggles or we have them ourselves. Um, and so I wrote the song out of therapy and I, I was playing it over and over again and I, I just, it was therapeutic to me and I thought, well, I wonder if maybe this could help someone else and maybe not. Um, but I thought I might as well just put it out there and see and so I, I didn't record it in a fancy studio. I didn't do anything other mm-hmm. than I just set my phone up and I recorded it and, and yeah, just kind of filmed myself playing so it talk, and posted talk, it. talk to me about the response. Uh, it was overwhelming. It's, um, I think a lot of people can relate to it and I had a lot of really kind messages come through and some, some also really heartfelt ones of people that have had their own struggles and people saying, you know, thank you and thank, this is exactly how I've been feeling and, um, you know, I, I, it's been a while since I've heard a song that it perfectly encapsulates this sort of struggle and it's, it's kind of a, a different, uh, I guess, a different subject matter to a lot of music nowadays, a yeah. lot of popular music at least. It did fit into your No More Love songs period. Yeah, absolutely. It was, it was sticking, sticking to the, the memo, definitely. Very nice. Well, I, I think that's cool that you would f- feel confident enough or, or, or whatever enough to post that, knowing that other people... It's just surprising how, how we connect uh, when, when we're actually vulnerable and real yeah, with each other. Yeah, I mean, if anyone out there is struggling, please get some help. That's kind of another thing that I wanted to, to do in posting it was to kind of encourage people like, hey, I'm kind of being a little bit brave by putting myself out there, you can also be brave and go get some help, go speak to a doctor or go speak to a family member or someone, and you don't have to suffer alone because so many people like feel like the stigma and the burden of it, of, mm. of mental health issues, and there's nothing to be ashamed of, and there's so many resources, but people are sometimes a little bit too um, timid to reach nice. out. Nice, nice. So. I don't think this next song is related. Is Sleepwalking yet no, another... It's not. 
It's it's definitely not related. <laughs> uh, Sleepwalker is the most recent song I've written, um, so we'll see how it goes. Um, but it actually, I, I don't think I, I, I'm giving any great secret to say it's so new. You even have the lyrics over I there. I literally have the lyrics on my phone, yeah, ready to <laughs> as a little cheat sheet. I hope it's not going to fall asleep halfway through. No, I, okay. I've, I've made sure it's all it's all ready to go. <laughs> no, Sleepwalker is a, a really interesting song. It's the, definitely the hardest song I've ever written. Um, I actually. Uh, two things are very different about it to the other songs that I've written. The first thing is that the groove that I wrote it to is a hip-hop groove. I thought, I'm going to do something I've never done before. I'm not going to start with the... I, al I always start with the drums. I start with a, uh -huh. a, a beat. And I'm going to like... I, I decided I'm not going to do... I'm not going to do a rock beat. I'm going to write it to a hip-hop beat, um, even though it's not a hip-hop song. Um, and then second, um, I decided to write... Uh, it's it's my ode to the the Vietnam era protest songs it's actually um in my own way without being too on the nose about it it's kind of a political um protest song just because i think a lot of people are pretty unhappy with the the climate um with both in my home country of england and here in the states right now and so it's not necessarily attacking one candidate or another candidate or this party or that party but i think it's just the general frustrations of the the main american public of the, the climate we find ourselves in and wish that we could go back to a, a time where kind of love was more important than rivalries and, and squabbling. Well, that's worth hearing. Let's have you head over. Cool. Let's go. <laughs> We're going to hear Sleepwalker, the newest song from the Empire Kings, uh, hot off the press, as they say. Here we go. waste of time Send your voice up to the heavens The angels send it back without a sign Blood ain't red no more It's tainted with the smell of smoke You can blame us if you want to But you're running out of fires to store Trembling on the inside, flexing on the outside Thinking I can take another second on the sideline What the heck we doing here, maybe it was never clear I can see you sipping champagne from your chandelier Begging please believe that you mean this piece But believe me, I give you my guarantee If you're telling us to go ahead and look beyond the flames If I pat a surface and get free ideas and go insane Look out! Sleepwalking 
Sleepwalker, that is the very latest from Empire Kings, and you can hear that on the new uh, the the new EP. Yep. And I I, I want to ask, uh, you got me thinking about it, that you put on a hip hop rhythm to write that too. Yeah. So in the big produced vi- version, uh, you're doing sort of a pared down show for us here today, yes. which we really appreciate. It's kind of actually cool to hear it this way. Oh, cool. So now we can compare it to the other way. We're doing yeah. the bootleg version first here. Uh, did you keep the rhythm? Yeah, absolutely. So that one is actually um, so only the acoustic version is recorded. Uh-huh. Um, so that one, yeah. The, but the drums, the drums are all done. Kept the beat. Kept the, kept the beat the that you started group. with. Yep, absolutely. Nice. Not nice, to stay nice. true to it. <laughs> now, because you have been playing forever, like any musician who's played for a while, you have seen some changes in bands. Yes. Coming and going, and I think that's probably. Do you feel like you've written different things because you've worked with different? people along the way definitely i mean you're always influenced by the people that you write with and the people you work with because when a band is a, dem- a democracy you want to make sure that everyone is is happy with the music they're playing and feels artistically fulfilled um so right now like the these songs i wrote on my own it was kind of a personal challenge this summer i, I wanted to do something that i've never done before something to really challenge myself and mm-hmm. something that i could say was my version of kind of swinging for the fences musically and that i would sink or swim by something that was totally mine and if people don't dig it then it's on me guys yeah, you know <laughs> i'd love that you'd say i'm gonna stretch myself this way yeah and go absolutely for it. yeah i wanted to to do something i've never done before i wanted to write about things i've never written about and 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 really challenge myself i spent a lot of time really trying to explore new guitar sounds that i've never used a lot of weird kind of droning guitar sounds and a mixture of really heavy distorted guitars with really light poppy reverby guitars kind of combining them that mm. a lot of people don't really do or wouldn't think to do and um yeah so i tried a lot of things like that i like that you're willing to, to stretch and be up for a challenge so be thinking because i think we have time for one extra song if okay. you want to throw it be thinking about the encore number in there yeah so, uh, but set set up this next song for us. I think it has nothing to do with Peter Pan. Lost Boys. Ah, I guess the imagery is there. So this song um, is all about feeling trapped in my own musicality, and that sounds maybe that sounds a bit strange. Um, so it's the it's trying to encapsulate the feeling of everyone else has certain expectations for me because I'm choosing to try and make music my career. Mm-hmm. Um, all the expectations of get a real job, you've got to pay the bills, blah, blah, blah. but then also my own expectations of, yeah, but I, I want to live up to what I believe I can do artistically and musically um, and the clash of those worlds and feeling like I'm in this never-ending cycle as one of Peter Pan's lost boys mm. of never being able to fully grow up and never being able to find my way out of the jungle either and feeling that in that state of limbo um desperate for i guess uh, a musical um opportunity to to present its way to help me i hate i hate to keep you in that limbo but if it produces good music i'm okay if you have to stay there for a while (laughs) every every weird experience in life can hopefully for for the entertainment of the rest of us thank you thank you let's hear this let's hear lost boys so this is lost boys this is from the brand new album and it's called the black print ep from empire kings
Empire King's Lost Boys. That's from the new album just being released, the Black Print EP. And uh, we're just, uh, we're, we're glad Colin's a flexible, confident person because uh, do you have a song in mind? Uh, yeah, for absolutely. Encore? Okay. Well, before we do that, a couple of things. First, your voice. You, to us, you started singing today when you came in and we said, he sounds stronger. He sounds like even better than he did before. Hopefully. Do you feel that, that um, you're growing there and what you can do with it? I like to think so, yeah. I'm actually, uh, a lot of this this recording process, um, I've really tried to explore my lower register because I've always kind of really gone for it like that, the the rock and roll high voice. Um, but I've really tried to explore kind of different intonations and mm. using my lower register, um, and I think that's helped me. That's um, cool. And I guess like every song should always be better than the last song you've written. And 
I hope that every musical performance is better than the last one I did. And I'm definitely not perfect and have a long way to go, but I, that's definitely something I try to keep in mind and try and improve on every yeah. time. Johnny Cash did okay with the low end. He did, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> a whole career. Yeah. Ring of fire. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, clue us yanks in just a little bit about what goes on in the music scene in London. What, what do you like or what don't you like that's happening? Um, the music scene in London is a very, very busy one. Um, something that I love is that there's a real, there's a live music culture there that is unparalleled in most places. Perhaps Austin, Texas has a similar vibe. Mm. Um, but the idea of every street corner having a pub or a venue with something musical going on, live music um, going on, and just people that will show up to see gigs because they love hearing live music, not expecting a certain band or there to see someone or just there to support their friends, but just because they want to hear live music and they want to see some mm. cool musicianship. And so the culture there of, of live music is a really inspiring one. But the flip side of that is you've got to be good. You've got to really make sure that you can cut it because it's it's pretty cutthroat and there's a million bands. It's a massive city. There's tons of bands that want to be successful and there's uh, you know there's only so many venues. Yeah. And so you know they want to keep their paying customers happy and you know one bad gig can kind of ruin that for a, for a venue potentially. So um, yeah, you got to. It, it, I mean that's that's somewhat of a negative, but it's also a, a positive because it, it forces you to to step up your game and be better yeah no one's phoning it in oh yeah you can't can't phone it in even once in london that's for sure and finally uh how do you divide your day up or, or your life up because you've got some time doing gigs you've got sometimes yeah. trying to be the manager yes um i assume there's some sleep mixed in uh there's a very small amount of sleep um especially when we're in recording mode mm -hmm. um because uh, like i said I, I did almost all of the 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 tracking um on the on the new record it's kind of so i i work during the day to save up money to pay for the you know the recording um and i'll be done at about 5 30 and then i'll come home i'll say hi to my wife or give her a big hug and just record and write till two o'clock in the morning three o'clock in the morning almost every night um when we're in recording mode um and trying to sprinkle a little bit of a band management in there and uh, <laughs> advertising and things like that. But no, I mean, I actually experienced this summer was pretty crazy. I'm um, trying to get this recording done. I, three times I got the flu in the space of a month and a half. I think and that comes from the no sleep part absolutely. of the schedule. Absolutely. It was just what, what would happen is I'd stay up super late. Um, and so during the week, I'd wake up Wednesday with just like this cold flu thing. And it would go away because I'd get sleep on the weekend because I didn't have to work. Um, so I could just record all day and keep normal hours. And then next Wednesday, I'd get another one because I'd stay up Monday, I'd stay up Tuesday. And yeah, my body was like, stop. But you gotta, you got to <laughs> suffer for the art sometimes, right? <laughs> well, give us the name of this, uh, this encore song. Um, so this song is actually a song called Smile Again. We played it here last time we were here a couple years ago, but the arrangement is different now. And I think we've really taken it to a new place, a really special place. So Smile Again. Yes, it's called Smile Again. Good, let's hear this. This cool. is Empire Kings. At no extra cost. Uh, we heard uh, Lost Boys before that.
haven't said yes to sleeping in my clothes again. Every bullet hole and fill the air in my woe. I'm a dreamer from the finish, and I'm prone to be afraid. I dream too much of envy that I've grown to hate. I've grown to hate. Smile again, smile again for me. I never noticed, I never noticed before. Smile again, smile again for me. I never noticed, I never noticed before. Smile again, smile again for me. I never noticed. I never noticed before I never noticed before you come smile harder and insist that I was wrong I finally pay attention now you're finally gone you're finally gone smile again smile again for me I never noticed I never noticed before smile again smile again for me never noticed Smile again, smile again for me Never noticed, I never noticed before I never noticed before I never Smile Again, performed live just now in studio by the Empire Kings. We had some great premieres of brand new songs that are coming out on the Black Print EP from Empire Kings. And, uh, of course, they also have their 2015 self-titled album on most online music platforms. Colin Rivera, vocals, acoustic guitar, Mitch Sismas, uh, guitar. And, Mitch, your new beer does not fool us. We remember you oh. and that you could eat, like, five J-Dogs. Yeah, when it, you is were a, it is a handsome beard. <laughs> uh, it is. It's a manly beard to be proud of. 
Colin, thank you so much thank for coming. Thank you very much for having me. Great, great to have you in. If you're listening at home, if you only caught part of our show, you'd like to hear the first part or share it, you can do that so easily. All of our shows are archived online for free on-demand listening at byuradio.org slash highway89. And follow us on Twitter at BYUH89 for live show updates and special behind-the-scenes photos and video clips. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting in Provo, Utah. Our recording engineer is Mark Waite. Filming is by Abby Vance, and the show's producer is Jackie Tataishi. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Thanks for listening. Thank you.